This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. It's time. Yes, once again, you're on Cruise Control. Welcome, everyone. It's Fred Staub taking you on a ride around the automotive industry. And it wouldn't be the same without my co-host, Les Jackson. Les, how are you? I are here. How are you? It's a little bit funky on the East Coast. Yeah. A little funky is a good word. Foggy and funky. That's what I would use. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Big stuff going on on the East Coast, and including taking the wraps off a fully electric crossover. Yep, it's the Volkswagen ID4. While plenty of details on this, more electric cars coming into the market. Yes, indeed, and this is definitely uh, an indication of things to come. California wants no new internal combustion cars by 2035. Yep, they just signed a, uh, well, an agreement, I guess, about that this week. We'll talk about that. And for the first time in 24 years, a Ford Bronco is on the assembly line. Yes, job one has begun. Would you buy job one? No. (laughs) No, I think actually these are, I I think they call them pre-productions. So I guess job one has not really begun, but it sounded good. I had to put it in the open. It does. It's it's cool. Uh, And over at GM, they have a contamination problem and it could lead to a recall. Yeah, better call the cleanup crew. And then we're going to talk tech, a race car body made from flaxseed. I think I had some of that this morning in my oatmeal. (laughs) So they're making it out of gridola? (laughs) I always thought I I could make something out of oatmeal. It's so thick. Yeah, well, Porsche has done it. We'll talk about that. And Toyota owners are upset about rodents. Well, who isn't upset about rodents? Why not? Um, Yeah, who wouldn't? I am going to give an at-the-wheel review of the Ford Mustang Bullet uh, a little later on in the show. Um, Once again, I was mistaken for Steve McQueen. Yeah, you were wearing that turtleneck sweater, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's a curse. (laughs) It's difficult, but, you know, you, you, you muscle through for sure. Yeah, all that and more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio. Don't forget, check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. The Bullet, man, that's that's a great-looking car. And does that only come in that green color? or can It's you... only in the Hunter Green, yes. Yeah, well, that's cool. That it's, is cool. Did it's you fly pre- it? beautiful, just beautiful lines. It's so cleaned up. They just thought to make them all like that. Did you... Uh, fly it through the air less we'll have to wait uh, for that we'll have to wait it, for you it might me. have it might have happened <laughs> all right well we'll talk about pet and more taking you on a ride around the automotive industry cruise control radio cruise control 
And welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred at the controls. Uh, we're not actually driving, but <laughs> uh, but we have uh, lots and lots of information. Volkswagen finally unveiled the ID4 electric SUV. Well, what else would it be but an SUV? <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I must say, uh, I'm looking forward to driving it. Uh, I loved the electric Golf. Mm-hmm. It's great. And uh, they know what they're doing. Um, I'm going to withhold my opinion of the looks of this thing until I really see it in person. But um, it, you know, it's conventional looking for an SUV. Um, the price is, I think, it's kind of up there. Mm-hmm. But not, I mean, what the average transaction price now for vehicles is thirty six. 36, something like that in that range. And they're talking about an MSRP of 39995 And that's before the federal tax credit. But uh, of course, you know, certain manufacturers like Tesla and GM have sold electric, so many electric cars. Uh, what, what was the number? 250,000? 250, yeah. Yeah. 250,000. That, that if, uh, that you're no longer eligible for that. So I wouldn't bank on getting a federal tax credit. That could just be taken away. You never know, right? That could just, it, it but they do call that out in their uh, press release here. So 39,995 and then take off $7,500. Hey, if you can get it, get it. There's sometimes uh, states have another 5,000 on that, and sometimes even counties have another 2,500 on that. I think that's, that's right. That's going to go away as electric cars become more common. And well, every yeah. day, more and more electric car models are coming out. So it's not like these and things. And the, the uh, states are running out of money. Yeah. Um, thanks to the pandemic. So, what I like is that it comes in uh, either rear-wheel drive or all-wheel drive. And, of course, rear-wheel drive is much more fun to drive. Mm-hmm. That's um, going to launch first. It will have uh, first. 201 horsepower. And then the all-wheel drive will have 302 horsepower. They'll both get an 82-kilowatt-hour battery. Um the range, I guess, for the rear-wheel drive is 250 miles, um, which is not bad, is it? It is not bad. The battery uh, it has 288 pouch cells pouch in 12 cells. models, um, as opposed to thousands of batteries like you see in Tesla. Yeah. One big battery. Yeah. Pouch cells, uh, what are they, like a, a pouch well, filled with electrolytic you know, just, uh, solution? Yeah, kind of picture it as uh, little individual pouches uh, of a cell and then arranged in 12-cell boxes, put it that way. You think about this, they have to crash test batteries now, don't they? Because you don't yeah, want a battery do. leaking all of its, uh, you know, electrolytic fluids over the the road if it if it crashes right if the car crashes huh? well plus if the battery becomes punctured um it is an energy storage device it could be it could explode right right 
Well, let, let's go more into the design. Yeah. I mean, back this, to, this conversation has taken a negative turn here. We are talking about <laughs> the Volkswagen right. um, 2021 ID4. Of course, in Europe, they get an ID3, which is a vehicle kind of uh, the size of a Volkswagen Golf. We get the ID4 because, just like all Americans, everyone wants an SUV. Uh, <laughs> um, it will be available in rear drive and all wheel drive. Here's a big, big thing. Three years of fast charging with Electrify America, no additional cost. That's nice. I mean, that's like buying a nice. uh, internal combustion car and they say, Hey, we'll pay for your gas for the first three years. I'd say that's, that's a win, isn't it? That adds up to an awful lot. Yeah. Um, it is a 2021 model, but... The production, the local production, will begin in Chattanooga in 2022. I believe the first cars are going to be built in Germany and shipped here. Um, and then, of course, uh, production will start in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, interior, well, I mean, it's it it looks like a Volkswagen. The steering wheel looks like a Volkswagen. It's It does have a large kind of uh, standing prow tablet in the center, but... That's not uncommon even for gas or diesel-powered cars these days. So uh, it, it's a 10-inch Discover Pro Touch infotainment system. It looks, you, you wouldn't really know it's an electric sitting there, but we'll talk no. a little, little bit more about this, and probably one of the markets they want to sell it in is California because California looks to ban internal combustion cars by 20. 35. We'll talk about that and more when we come back on Cruise Control Radio. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We are bringing you up to date on all the developments in the automotive industry. Maybe you're on the market for a new vehicle. You just want to stay up to date and be the smartest guy or gal in the room Les. that's what we're doing we're we're performing a public service here on the radio yes, show indeed yeah we're imparting knowledge yes we are okay well uh we were talking about the volkswagen id4 crossover that finally got its reveal and uh, i'm sure this will be sold in california just because that's what volkswagen does but uh big news this week the u.s state of california has uh, signed this agreement to ban the sale of new internal combustion engines in 2035. And then uh, by 10 years later on, according to this Reuters article, 2045, they would uh, commercial duty, heavy duty commercial trucks would have to be emission free where possible. Um I, you know, for what I saw here uh, in the, and I remember reading a little bit about this, they're not necessarily saying they all have to be electric. They just have to be clean. Uh, even though it says internal combustion engines, uh, I think the governor there said he was agnostic about how they could get there. So you could potentially be hydrogen powered or something else. Sure. You don't know. Sure. And it's only new vehicles. Now think about 20. 35 we've come pretty far we're at that's 15 years away the number of electric cars that will be on the market by then will be many many times what we have today there will be battery improvements for range 
And um, while it sounds like a big deal, it may not be that big a deal because you and I were talking about this. I've driven some regular internal combustion vehicles while I'm testing them. And frankly, electric cars drive better because they don't have, in certain cases, a CVT transmission or a 10-speed automatic that has to go through all this shifting to get the power going. Yeah. And they... Awkward feeling when you drive them. Awkward awkward feeling, right. Um, So I have a theory, just a theory, that people will start to prefer electric cars the average person, not everyone, but they will start to prefer them because the driving experience will be smoother and more enjoyable. The instant torque. I always say in all the reviews, if you haven't driven an electric car, you should just to experience it. And I think with battery developments, the range anxiety will be pretty much gone. You will commonly see vehicles that get 300, 400 miles uh, to the charge. That's. I think the range anxiety will be gone the way it is gone now on cell phones and laptop computers. People used to worry about charging these things to last uh, while they needed them during the day. Now nobody talks about that. No, that's that's a great great analogy, Les. And what do I always say? Cars are becoming more like a cell phone. Uh, yeah, think about it. You don't have to charge your phone in the middle of the day you can get yeah. through a full day even if you're you know have certain power uh you know you're using the display all the time or whatever most phones can get through the day pretty easily and you used to carry these little charger sticks yeah with you in the purse or whatever or you took your brought your charger with you and stood um, and stood by some random uh, socket in the airport <laughs> <laughs> That's that right. was for the guy to polish the floor with, but you just happened to find it. So, yeah. plus, I, really and truly, I've been saying this for years. We, we, everything's going to be electric, at least passenger cars, um, by 2030. And I revert back to my father, who, when I was 15 years old, my father was a was a petroleum engineer with Chevron. Mm-hmm. When I was 15, he told me, he said. Easy oil will be gone by 2040. Mm-hmm. He said cars won't be powered by gasoline. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you're 15 and looking at 2040 as, you know, some other era, mm-hmm. um, it didn't register, but I never forgot it. Well, I was interested in this announcement. People are like, oh my God, this is something. I said, just think of how far electric cars have come in in the last five years, you know? Yeah. Uh, and we're talking 15 years in the future, and it's not even saying you can't have an internal combustion engine. It's saying you can't buy a new car with it. So uh, I still think it would be cool with the uh, performance cars and that to the older ones to run them on a synthetic fuel or, uh, or hydrogen or something like that. Yep. You yep. know, uh, eventually I think, see that. And I think classic cars are going to have electric, uh, conversion kits for the drivetrains. And we've seen that, uh, a lot of people doing it. There's, uh, people doing it in California. There's people doing it in, in uh, England as well. 
And the good thing That's is right. you can pull the engine out and put an electric drivetrain in and bolt it right up to your transmission. So, so it's exactly. like an engine swap and you can leave the engine sit there. So um, I, it's an interesting time. And, and I think while people were kind of, some were shocked at this, um, you know, 15 years is a long time uh, for development of electric cars. Uh, battery technology will start to move faster. It will get more, uh, more affordable. And uh, you, the range anxiety charging will be the same as filling your car with gas or close to it. Or maybe it will be done in your driveway. You don't know. Um, so it will be an interesting time. And certainly electric vehicles are fun to drive if you haven't haven't driven one. That's not to say I don't love internal combustion engines too, but I'm just saying... It's the sky is not falling. No, no, <laughs> a good thing. Yeah. So, uh, for the first time, Les, a complete change uh, of stories. Not for the first time, we change stories completely all the time on Cruise Control Radio. But um, for the first time in 24 years, a Ford Bronco is being built on an assembly line. And. Uh, got a great picture there of the uh, one of the new Broncos coming down the assembly line. Uh, this is going to be a hit for Ford, isn't it? This is uh, this is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It's, this is it's like putting your hand into a pile of money. <laughs> yes, they have one hundred and sixty-five thousand reservations uh, <clears throat> since the SUV was revealed in July, and. Uh, the production is not slated to begin f- fully until next year. Right now, what they're building are pre-production cars. As we've told you before on Cruise Control, when a new model comes out, they kind of, uh, it's sort of like anything. You know, you're manufacturing something. You run the system a little bit to see how it's running. Uh, and they could build 200 cars that will never be sold. Typically, we drive a lot of these pre-production cars. Um or they're used for training, or they're built, and then they're taken apart right away to see if they were built correctly, or they're, they go out and they do captured fleet testing. So that's what they're building now. These pictures are, by the way, thanks to uh, Bronco Nation, uh, which uh, is a fan site. That's the, other, that's the other thing. When a new vehicle is built, uh, right away there's someone jumps on it and be, cre- creates a fan site or a business around that. Uh, big news uh, this week, the Susquatch package, that's the one with the big tires, the Bronco will be offered with a manual transmission, and I'm sure that made 10 people very happy. Well, um, <laughs> those three people are going to love it. <laughs> but uh, good to see the Bronco is back. Um, I think this could potentially, could this potentially be as popular as when the Mustang came out? Or am I overstating I think, it? I, I think for a short period that's going to be true. Mm-hmm. And but well, it is a niche. It is a niche, and uh, I always say if you want one of these, <laughs> wait a little bit until the dealers aren't gouging. You know that's right, and let them let them make a few of them, figure it out. So. Hey, we'll figure it out and be right back with you on Cruise Control Radio. Coming up, we'll tell you about GM's contamination problem and flaxseed race car bodies. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back.
Cruise Control. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. We were talking about the Bronco. Mm-hmm. And um, you you can get one not in yellow. <laughs> Everything you see about the Bronco, they're yellow. Uh, but they assured me when I saw the Bronco in person last month, they assured me that you'll be able to get other colors. Yeah, uh, a lot of them were yellow, weren't they? Or that orange. Yeah, that orangey yellow, it, it, which I personally don't like. I realize other people do. It's you know, I'm not judging it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 true. No, it's it's very exciting, and they're also bringing out the Bronco Sport. Uh, and uh, there's also uh, developments on the Ranger. Uh, the Maverick will end up being a, a smaller. There's an interesting picture this week. A side-by-side photo of the Maverick small pickup truck parked next to uh, a uh, a Ranger, and uh, it's much smaller. The Maverick's going to be a small pickup truck. This is from Maverick Chat, the Maverick Chat Forum. Remember I told you, whenever a new model comes out already, now there's a website about it. So <laughs> That's right. So, so well, here we go. companies. Yeah, it's, it's great. That's going to debut in 2022 as a small pickup truck. Remember when Ford did not want small pickup trucks? They said they cut into the sales of F-150s. But with F-150s being quite expensive, you know, they need another option. And, uh, man, the, the Ranger is on fire. They have a new model, a new Ranger model called the STX, uh, which is under $1,000, a great appearance package. Uh, gives you wheels and a bunch of other things. There's going to be a, a baby Raptor, even though they haven't really announced that yet. They announced last week. The Ranger Tremor. I mean, they are just overwhelming the automotive press with developments, aren't they? They truly are. I I think that the Maverick is really the old Ranger. <laughs> the Maverick is the old Ranger. Everything got so big. Yeah. You mean size-wise, it's probably. Size-wise, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting stuff. Hey, do you want to talk, uh, talk a little tech? This is... This sure. Is, this is an offbeat one. Uh... Of course, carbon fiber has become the the composite du jour. Lightweight uh, can be formed very well into body panels. Looks cool. Problem is, it's expensive. So the folks over at Porsche have decided to do something that is not only less expensive, but it's natural and in some ways green. Porsche and Manthe Racing have been working with this natural fiber composite material on its race car. They are uh, producing doors and a rear wing and a front clip out of this these fibers that include flax seeds. Um, <laughs> flax seeds, well, like you have in your oatmeal. Yeah, um, it's very healthy. And, and, and if you and other, if you find you know, your you're, you know, trapped somewhere. You can always eat your front bumper. That's right. It's like a muffin. <laughs> it's, it's like a very chewy muffin. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact is, I, this isn't a gimmick. It's actually cheaper mm-hmm. considerably. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably, it's just as strong. 
right? I, I would imagine it is as strong. Um, you think about this stuff, though, when you read about it, I'm sure it's light, but you wonder about it. The doors on this uh, race car made from flax fibers uh, have a lightweight balsa wood core and a sandwich construction similar to that of carbon fiber, but uh, super light and the, and the uh, much like carbon components, they're designed to splinter into large safe pieces if they're a hit. Um, and this is a green and uh, easy to uh, regenerate process. In other words, they're not spending a lot on energy here. They are uh, able to cleanly make this stuff. Does it have a future as a carbon fiber replacement? Les, what do you think? I, I have a feeling it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just and I don't too expensive. Know. No, I think it's actually less expensive than carbon, but I think it probably is more labor intensive. Mm-hmm. They don't say. They don't say no about and, how it's made. And it's, I, I, again, I'm curious if it's, in fact, as strong as carbon fiber. We'll just have to buy two Porsches, one with a carbon fiber front That's clip, right. one with this natural fiber front clip, and crash testing. And but got budget. the problem is, then I'm worried about you know a cow grazing on my on the hood of my car. Well, you are Mister Segway Master today on Cruise Control Radio because <laughs> our next story <laughs> is just about that. You know how much we love class action lawsuits here on Cruise Absolutely. Control Radio. <laughs> you know. Uh, so Toyota owners are claiming that when Toyota went to an engine wiring insulation that is soy-based from a petroleum-based material, which was uh, called vinyl chloride, you don't want to chew on that. Um, when they did that, rodents were attracted to the soy-based insulation, and they have become a problem. Uh, this is according to a case in uh, car complaints, uh, that it's become a problem that rodents will go under the hood and chew away at these soy-based uh, wires, the soy-based uh, insulation around the wires, and create problems. Uh, that uh, this has really become tasty to rodents and that they are eating away at wiring harnesses under the hood of their cars. Now, you know, a lot of manufacturers have gone to uh, things like hemp and, um, and uh, soy and uh, recycled uh, blue jeans and things like that to, to make interior parts and things like that just to be greener and, uh, let's face it, more cost-effective. But in this case, it looks like it may be a tasty snack for rodents. If you recall, one manufacturer had a wire wrap that had chili peppers in it, so if rodents started to eat it, they would get a bad taste that they don't like and they would move on. So we could see our, our <laughs> a soy-based recall for insulation replacing that soy-based stuff with with uh, chili pepper wire wrap. What do you think? Well, uh, I think that's better than lining your engine compartment with glue paper. 
<laughs> oh God! <laughs> trying to catch the uh, really, uh, if if this if it attracts rodents or termites or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, that's a that's an ongoing problem. You shouldn't do it. Yeah. And of course, what is the biggest problem of leaving your car sit besides the gas going bad? Well, you put your battery to it. You put a fresh battery to it. The wires have been chewed through. They shored against each other. And, oh, look, we have a fire. Yeah. And it, Or it could be a fire under the dashboard or something like that. And that's one of the reasons if you find that barn find car uh, or truck, make sure you have a fire extinguisher handy. And you can quickly pull away the power because uh, you might have a fire on your hands the first time you go to fire it up. I always worry about that when they do that. Like, oh, yeah, let's throw a battery in it and dump some gas down the uh, carburetor. I'm sure they're doing that. It's just they don't show it. The the shot widens to show a fire engine (laughs) with four guys with, with, uh, uh, you know, fire extinguishers. Yeah. Yeah, you're listening to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. A recall, potentially, for some GM vehicles. Brake sensor contamination issue. It's going to affect the 2020 Chevy Corvette, the Cadillac CT4, the Cadillac CT5, the Cadillac XT4, and Buick Encore GX. And it is brake sensor contamination in its brake-by-wire system. This news came from the Corvette Action Center, and uh, some vehicles are under a stop delivery order because of this. The material used in the sensor connection in the electronic brake boost systems may have become contaminated during uh, the supplier's production process, and this material can cause an interruption of communications between the sensor and the brake boost system under certain conditions. Not what you want to have happen at 65 miles an hour. No, um, it's generally generally uh, preferred not to, not to have these issues at speed. Uh, you could lose uh, the brake boost, which would result in more pedal force being uh have to being applied and uh, you get the brake light coming on so if it's brakes involved i think it will become a recall we'll talk more about that on cruise control when we come back les is heading out to san francisco to fly a mustang bullet so stay tuned at the wheel coming up on cruise control Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. It's time to take an actual ride. And I'm going to take a, you for a ride with me in the Mustang Bullet. Mm, I like that. Which which is a cool, cool car. Um, during the week I had it, I was, uh, I was given the thumbs up, always with guys in Mustangs. Uh, at stoplights, one guy asked me to pull over. He just was, loved it. Was uh, he in a black and white car with lights on top? Uh, officer friendly. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was following close by. Um, several women uh, that I ran into it, you know, at the grocery store and things, just said, "Boy, what a pretty Mustang!" You know, where where did you find that? <laughs> you sure they weren't saying like, "Wow, you're hot looking." Hey, nice car too. Uh, 
No, then then I would have referred them to an optometrist. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> the bullet's been out now for two years, and uh, it's quite a machine. It uh, all the bullets are very clean. There's no trim on it anywhere except in the rear panel, mm-hmm. and it's got a a, a bullet uh, logo, but it's about five six inches in diameter. Where they- says bullet. Where the gas filler would have right, been on where the, the gas filler, right? And uh, it's of course uh, and pays homage to the 1969 Steve McQueen movie, which means if you want a bullet, it's going to be in dark Highland green. It's a great color, mm-hmm. great color. It's going to have a black interior, and it's going to have the white uh, shift knob, which is a pool cue. Mm. That is a cool looking. That's very cool. It's just (laughs) so much fun. Anyway, um, so what do you get? Well, you get all of that. You get all of the the regular Mustang uh, standard equipment. Um, What you get differently with the engine itself is is an 87 millimeter throttle body, Mm -hmm. which means nothing to most people. Um, it has an active valve performance exhaust system, which means it rumbles at low rev. When you put your foot in it, the hammers of hell come down. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the whole neighborhood knows you're going fast. Mm-hmm. Um, 480 horsepower. Wow. And that's an upgrade over the GT, right? Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. 400, 480, 420 torque. Uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't suffer any problems in the speed department. I would imagine not. <laughs> um, I took a brisk run across the Woodrow Wilson bridge at six o'clock in the morning, uh, across the Potomac. No one was on it. Um, I was well past the triple digit mark. Oh, wow. Okay. Not going to commit to how fast that was, <laughs> uh, but I was in. I was still in third gear. Wow! Wow! <laughs> it's just, it is so fast. Anyway, uh, it's just a cool car. It's it, it's it's cool looking. It it's very comfortable mm-hmm. to to ride in. That, that independent rear is dynamite. Yep. Um, it has the. The, the only optional equipment that it has is the bullet electronic package. All right. What's that got? Which includes uh, inside cross-traffic alert and uh, 14-speaker sound system uh, and all of that. But it also has Magnaride damping system. Okay. That's, that's guys like us that live around areas where the roads may not be perfect. That's a that's good right. thing. You got to put the suspension on normal in that case, but you can also put it on performance or track mode. Mm-hmm. But you need you need a real smooth pavement to, to do that. <laughs> and uh, handling, incredible braking. Will if you're not belted in, you'll go through the windshield. Wow, um, it's 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 a real machine, and because it's a real machine. Frankly, I think it's cheap. Okay. Um, base price forty eight seven ninety five with all of the options and delivery. 
that came in at 52595 and I don't know what kind of performance you can buy close to that for that money. Yeah. Are there any uh, bullet callouts on the inside, on the interior? Does it say bullet anywhere? Uh, yes. That, well, you have the little the little Mustang horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it also projects the horse on the ground when you open the door. I like that. I like that. The puddle light. And there's just a little bullet inside uh, on the glove compartment. Yeah. Now, the bad news, fuel. <laughs> it burns a lot of it. <laughs> it burns an awful lot. Uh, 17 around town, uh-huh. 23 if you're really lucky on the highway. Okay. And Ford tells you that you will spend $4,500 more in fuel in five years. But if you buy this car, you don't care. Frankly, you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't buy it for, for, well, you could commute in it. There's no reason you couldn't. <laughs> but, but the likelihood is it's a, it's a toy. Yeah. And the thing about it is it has that performance. And, and while $52,000 is a lot of money these days to get that kind of performance, almost 500 horsepower, you do get a vestigial rear seat, which you can put your hat in, or a small dog, or, yeah. or one of your cats. Your cats could go in there. You could belt sure. them in there. Sure. Um, and uh, the thing I found about even the GT Mustangs and that that I've driven, uh, it is a car you can use every day. It's got great infotainment system. Uh, it's got all kind of settings. There's drag settings. There's all kind. It's it's just really cool. It's also the best sounding car from the factory. I, I really think it is one of the best sounding exhaust systems from the factory. You don't have to do anything to that exhaust. If, you, if you're hacking up the Mustang uh, GT uh, or any of the variants of the GT, which the Bullet is one, uh, you, you don't have to hack that system up. It sounds great. It's engineered. Yeah, it's, leave it alone. Leave it alone. I wouldn't change anything on it. It even uh, probably has the... Um, neighbor friendly mode to start up with because as you know when you start a car up it opens the exhaust is open so i i like that um i'm sure you can play with the interior lights and have them be different colors and that they can do all sorts of things the screen the nav screen and entertainment screen is both touch and voice Mm -hmm. which is handy Mm -hmm. do you Uh, they've thought it out now are these easily available or, or are they l- really limited edition? They've been doing bullet models. They've had what, three, three generations of them, I guess. Yeah. Um, basically uh, I don't think they're limited in, in the sense that they're going to say, we're only going to sell 2000 of these. I think they're just limited in how many of the dealers can order. I wonder if there's markup on this. If you go to a dealer, I guess it depends on think- the dealer. You know, I think it depends on how well the dealer has been doing mm-hmm. and what their allocations <laughs> yeah. are. And yeah. if they sell a lot of Mustangs, they'll say like, yeah, we'll get you one of those. Uh, did the bullet in previous generations, I remember you were able to get it in black, black on black as an option, but maybe they don't do that anymore. Maybe I'm wrong well, about that. I just kind of, um, I seem to I, remember I sus- something. Yeah, I suspect if you go in and you want it in a different color, they'll probably put an order through. An override. To, yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, just just a great car. 
that is, that is really a great car. Uh, really, you know, if you want to have fun with a car that's, let's say, three or four years old, a Mustang GT, you can buy one of them. You can turn it into a road racer. You can turn it into a drag racer. There's so many parts available from Ford Performance. So good stuff, yeah. Les Jackson. I, I have not driven one. I'm, I, I really appreciate you doing that at the wheel review. We appreciate yep. you listening to Cruise Control Radio. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Time for me to say, I'm Fred Staub. I'm Steve McQueen. <laughs> you look good in that black <laughs> turtleneck. <laughs> See yes. you down the road. Bye.